0: Well, Gary, it's uh, it's good to be with you again and, and on the eve of uh, a very ambitious uh, set of sermons that you're beginning to start here in just a couple of weeks. We're going to be posting them on our website, right. and it's the first 12 chapters of Psalms. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the beginning. Your plan, as I understand, is to work through all 150 uh, mm-hmm. chapters of the Psalms, and we'll be releasing them in 12 uh, chapter or 12 book increments. Yeah. Boy, that's that's aggressive. That's That shows a, a very Large uh, desire to to talk about the psalms and why is that? Why are the psalms so important?
1: Well, that, my goal and ambition would be to do all 150. Uh, Lord willing, we'll get there it could take two, three, four years possibly, um, and and I'm sure the Lord will give me some other messages uh, in, intermixed in with the, these these psalms as well. But I really am uh, concentrating on it. There there are several reasons, um, and we'll we'll kind of unpack this as we talk today, but. Um, I would say the first one and the most important one is uh, as a pastor and a leader, I want to do more than just preach sermons or try to be eloquent or sound intellectual or have people applaud a great message. I really hope that I can stand in front of people, whether it's teaching or preaching or a podcast, and and really help them live the life that God has for them uh, to be free, to be alive, to be Touched, and to be honest, and to deal with issues of the heart, and to, and so there, I don't think there's a better book in Scripture. Uh, uh, certain books like Job could take you and teach uh, to the place of teaching us how to deal with sin and sorrow and lament, or Lamentations, Jeremiah. There's certain books that have that. Other books could teach you, you know, Philippians, counted all joy, uh, you know, the the joy type of messages that are. Uh, in in certain books of the Bible, but I think Psalms uh, encapsulates almost all these different emotions, and realities, and conflicts, and strivings, and pain, and grief, and sorrow, and heartache, and then how to come out of that and, and be victorious. Or even there's a lot of Psalms I haven't come out of that, uh, and yet I and yet God has touched my heart. He He's shown me He is. He he is my you know uh, he's the one thing like David said that, that that one thing that I that I want so I would say that's the main thing is really try to help people and and, and help them with a fully orbed uh, gospel and I think Psalms encapsulates a lot of that. I
0: heard somebody describe the Psalms as uh, your spiritual guide. Through life, because all these people that wrote the Psalms went through these things you were just talking about, and shows you how to get through them.
1: Yeah, yeah. There, there's. I have not met anybody that is honest that's not facing a problem right now. Mm -hmm. It could be a marriage situation. Last night, my wife and I were grieving and praying over some friends that, you know, it looks like. Uh, they're they're about to end, and possibility, you know. There's the whole quagmire of it's possible that he's doing this on the side, and then this person's involved, and it's just like, oh God, this is this is horrible. You know, the children involved. Uh, you know, and and so you know, David, uh, the adulterer, he knows about that, and he writes about that. You know, as as I as I hid the sin in my heart, you know, it's my bones. W- uh, wasted away, uh, but then I confessed it to the Lord, uh, you know, and so 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 there's some, there's something about sin in here. Uh, mm-hmm. We 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 have you know a friend who's you know, going through uh, you know, maybe stage four cancer, mm-hmm. and and so she's having to deal with you know do I get healed, which you know a lot of us hope for and pray for and believe for. I think there's you know there's others that tend to be more resolved towards you know the sovereignty of god whatever he wills you know but whatever way you take it you have to deal with the the pain and the sorrow and the suffering of that you know and so david knows uh, uh, in preparation i already looked at one thing where he talks about uh you know, i was sick uh you know it's like uh, it, it's it's psalm 6 uh, verse 2 be gracious to me lord for i am languishing Uh, another translation of that says, I am sick. So he's physically sick. Heal me for my bones are troubled. So he sees the physical sickness. My soul is also greatly troubled. Uh, Deliver me uh, from those who are coming against me. So he has enemies in his life. Uh, In death, there's no remembrance. So he's afraid to die. So pretty much you've got sin, sickness, fear of death, uh, sorrow, uh, enemies coming up against you. Uh, And there's this this cry in David's heart and, and the other psalmist that helped write it as well. Uh, and they're and they're facing reality, and that's really important to me. That you know, it's just growing up in the church and being a pastor's of, of churches in various places. You, you know, Bob, I know you know this too. That our our Christian experience oftentimes is being very superficial. It's it's touching on issues. How are you? I'm fine. How's the family? They're great. Underneath there's all kinds of turmoil. Yeah. You know, the tip of the iceberg looks kind of pretty, but underneath there's all these things. And and this these this these teachings are the underneath stuff they're the stuff that we can really get to and, and honestly deal with God they, they'll, they'll teach us some amazing things if we if we read it the right way. Um, I, I, I'm going to in the series try to encourage people to do what Jeremiah the prophet did He said that, thy words were found and I ate them. thy words became to me a joy. well they became a joy, but while he was eating them they may not have been. At another place he talked about it, he take, took, the, took the word and it was sour in his mouth. And so, you know, some, some of Psalms seem sour. God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you abandoned me? And for a lot of Christians, they go, like, oh, don't say that. God will strike you dead. Mm-hmm. Or it's a negative confession. Or you're not showing trust in all the good things that he's done for us. But I think an honest confession of the Lord in the Psalms would bear this out. It would be to say... This, this is the problem I'm facing, and God wants to hear my problems. He, he knows I have them anyway, and He knows what I feel in my heart anyway. So if I'm angry at him, but I don't want to say it, it's like that that's foolish because he knows it's like he's looking down on us or he's with us saying, like, I know you're angry. Uh, so your choice is to either repress that anger and uh, pretend it's not there. Well, all that's going to do is cause anxiety and stress and fear and it'll circle back around into a more pronounced anger at god uh, so god knows you have it so the psalms give you the opportunity to see here's a man after god's own heart and uh, and others uh, who helped write this who had that love for god and yet could be really honest and and speak about these tough issues so uh, that's why i really feel it's work it's going to be worth the effort of myself and the te- you and the team here uh, to put together a, a project that would really help people uh, be honest, Christians. Be forthright with God, uh, with themselves. A lot of us are, you know, deceived of who we are and what we really have inside. And then, honest with each other as well. Mm. And,
0: yeah, I, you know, it's, uh, I've heard one person describe Psalms as an x-ray, and you kind of described it right there. You see the mm-hmm. bones, you see the heart, yeah. God sees it, but we yeah, don't, so we true. get to hold that up and, oh, look, there it is. Yeah, is. Yeah. got a problem with the bones there, don't we? Yeah,
1: that's you know? a good way of saying that. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We, have, uh, we will be putting together also a study guide, and you mentioned yeah. you want this to help people. And this may be a, a good lesson either by yourself or with a small group that you want to work along with it. Right. Uh, so how do you see people using this, then? What do you recommend yeah. they do?
1: Well, like I was saying, the words were found and I ate them. The words became to me a joy. The, 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 the final analysis of this would be I, I got joy out of that. Uh, but, but going through the process— was was not necessarily that that pleasant. So you know, the the workbook, and really, if we're going to honestly go into the to the book of Psalms, really, what I'm hoping is we're not just going into the book of Psalms as an academic uh, research study or an intellectual pursuit, or even poetry reading. Some people go like, "How beautiful are these 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 poetic songs and these Psalms?" Uh, but but really, a, a study of your own heart, a study of your own relationships, a study of how how you're working with it. So on a personal note. I've noticed myself um, that I take pleasure in the fact that being created as an introvert gives me a lot of time to with great pleasure to be in my study at home. Mm. And and I have my Bible and I have my books and I'm just, you know, it's like totally at peace. Mm. Uh, We'll have, you know, my wife is more social, so she'll want to have guests come over. And if the guest, you know, for the first hour, I'm like engaged and happy to, for them to be there. Uh, you know, by 7 o'clock, I'm going like, shoot, it's 7 o'clock. Right? They're still here. It's like, it's 7.05. I hope they, you know, I hope they leave by 7. And, and if any of your guests are coming over to our house that are listening to this podcast, uh, I want to talk about the end of the story here. Because I realized, and, and the Psalms helped me with this, is, okay, wait a minute. Why why am I, this has this moved from, a part of my personality to probably not only a problem but a sin, mm-hmm. um, isolation, uh, um, a lack of being comfortable in other people's presence, and so I started seeing, okay, there's there's something wrong here. I'm I'm hiding from something, mm-hmm. and then then I looked at the Psalms there, and, and I started seeing some stuff in my own heart. It's like, okay, uh, there's there's some pain I've been through. Uh, you know some of some, we on this podcast had my son Evan, yeah. who shared his testimony yeah. about, you know and, and so I, I, I realized what I was doing is I was taking a lot of the, the painful history that I've had in my life and instead of honestly dealing with it, repressing it to some degree, and then feeling uncomfortable in my own skin and therefore uncomfortable around people. So it was easier to hide. Uh, strangely enough, I hide in probably the most comfortable, Godly, quote unquote, Godly places. Some people hide in drugs or in sex or in food or in front of the TV. Uh, mine is more troublesome and deceptive because I'm hiding in scholarly books, and I'm not being relational like the Psalms would teach us—not uh, just to love God, but to love others as ourselves. And if we're truly loving God, then we're going to love others. And so, yeah, that—that's that, a long, long story mm-hmm. just to to tell. Uh, you know how I believe the study guide would. Not only be studying, you know, the Hebrew says this about that, but there's some hard issues here that we need to honestly face. One of the Psalms I was reading last night in the actual Hebrew, it says, uh, in the English, it's translated, Why so downcast, O my soul? He repeats that three times in one chapter. Why so downcast, O my soul? Put your trust in God. Uh, But in the original Hebrew, it says, Why is my soul bent? Uh, and and, it, and it has and it has two meanings there. One is is the literal physical. I, I just feel bent, and the other one is even more in depth. It's like a, it being in the fetal position. Uh, I'm I I'm so distraught, you know. And so again, the English is is sort of it's downcast, but the, the the deeper meaning. So I hope the study the the study guide. I hope the 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 the, the talks themselves, and if we do any subsequent podcast on the Book of Psalms. That, that it would help people realize there's a season to get in that bent position and and deal honestly. So that's why I told that story. So I, I had to get in that position. Why am I hiding from people? As a Christian, I know I should love people, but I'm not really loving them very well. What is it? And then I realized, okay, I was I was trying to skirt around some pain, some issues of pain in my life, and 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 that and when you do that, I know I'm sorry if I'm just I'm going on and on here, but when when you when you um, cover up or repress certain emotions, pain, hurt, sorrow, fear, you repress those because you don't want to deal with them. Well, the problem is our, we're not built to repress certain elements of our life. Like you can't repress pain without repressing joy. You can't re- repress fear without repressing peace. And so God says, bring it all to the table. Bring, Bring your fear and I'll teach you peace. Bring your pain and I'll teach you comfort. And uh, you know that's it's not in the Psalms, but that's the Isaiah passage, of uh, you know that, and Jesus used it in Luke. Uh, I've come to comfort those who mourn. Well, uh, a lot of us Christians we don't believe in mourning. We don't believe that's a good thing. We believe it's an, it's unbelief or it's mm-hmm. not having faith. Well, then you'll never be comforted, because you're repressing that thing. So I I was realizing okay I'm, I'm I need to stop repressing this, and I, I just spent a week or so pretty much mourning. Just I'm I'm. Lord, I haven't faced some of these issues of my life and some of the things. I went, and I actually got out of a yellow notepad and went back. Here's five or six things over the past 10 years that hurt deeply. And I just tried to sort of bypass them a little bit. And, read, and just my own personal study of the book of Psalms almost created in me uh, a disallowance, if that could be the right word, to do that. I can't do that anymore and be honest with God and Scripture and, and, and then an invitation as well. Like, this could be good because joy could come out of this, peace could come out of this life. And it did. It's almost like now, uh, you know, now I'm looking forward to friends and now I'm looking forward to company and now I'm looking forward to not only dinner, but a long dinner. Like, I'm not thinking, I got to get down to my study again and Hmm. look at the books again. So, that is something that Psalms did for me uh, or God through this book. And that is something, whether it be the study guide or the teaching materials. I believe God's going to do for people.
0: So it can be very introspective, as you mentioned. And you mentioned earlier as well how it you, you don't know of anybody that's not going through a tough time. Right. Uh, a few weeks ago, you had Tim Delina on. And I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. the story he told about the Psalms where he said Psalms is quoted during Acts when the church was being persecuted. It was quoted by Jesus on the cross that's when nice. he was being crucified. And by Jonah in the whale. So, <laughs> yeah. what better places if you're going through a bad time than yeah. to go to the Psalms? So, I guess that's yeah. the use, also.
1: Right? Yeah, it's the, 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 the Jesus using it on the cross. Mm. You know, is is a prime example of this. Like, where where is he going to get the language to describe what's in his soul? You know, mm. he he would have felt the same thing. Why have you forsaken me? But but having memorized much of the Psalms, as a lot of the Jewish young men did. He could pull that out of his heart at that time and give language to his grieving, to his sorrow, to 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 his pain, and and you know throughout. And then also, it gave instruction to the early church. There was it was used uh, by Peter several times to describe uh, what was happening uh, in the in the church. Uh, why do the heathen rage? Why do the people imagine vain things? He's using that as. You know why? Why are the religious leaders of our day coming against us? Uh, but that God is going to mock and He's going to laugh at them. And so, in other words, we're going to be safe. He's going to protect us. Mm-hmm. And I'd say that's another thing. Just to, just another mention we hear be is, is the sense of of uh, God protecting us in here, no matter what you're going through. Uh, you know, so I so I see God protecting protecting us through or uh, 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 protecting us by getting us out of storms. Uh, you know, so say somebody is, is uh, dep- uh facing depression and you see in here God lifting them out of depression at other times you see in here too that that God um, keeps them in certain positions and places and gives them peace in the midst of that storm and, and that's different you know so we have examples today in the church of a like a Joni Erickson Tata who you know most likely is not going to be healed uh, never going to walk again and she's come to terms with that and uh, 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 you know, and so so you say, well, well, okay, you know, the Psalms teach me to hope. Well, does she hope to walk? You know, m- maybe to some degree, uh, you know, there's probably some subconscious or sort of thing in, in there, but, but she has, I'm sure, you know, from reading some of her writings, she has hope that she has joy and she can minister to people and she has a vibrant life and she has a lovely husband. And, you know, so, so she's not, she has not lost hope uh, because you don't hope in one area doesn't mean you don't have hope in other areas so but, but again going back to what you said about Tim uh, pastor Tim that's that's so true that the the, the the book of psalms is laced throughout the new testament writers which is pretty significant they're they're leaning on that for instruction and truth uh, for a godly lifestyle as well
0: well i liked what you said also about helping us know what to pray uh, we were, i was listening or reading a uh, one of your dad's devotions recently where he talks about he he was going through a difficult time, a lot of troubles in the church, a lot of people within the, the, mm-hmm. the church that were having problems. And uh, he said, the Lord told him, well, you need to give me a Thanksgiving, your praise of Thanksgiving on this side of the Red Sea. Right. Not on the side where we can all cheer, hey, look uh-huh. what good things God has done for us, yeah. but in the midst of our grief.
1: Yeah. And if
0: you're going through that, what better place to go than the Psalms to know how to do right. that,
1: right? Yeah, yep, that, that was a... Uh... It was a well-known sermon that he preached. Uh, right song, wrong side, yeah, yeah. and so the Israelites were kind of moaning and groaning when they were stuck on the bad side of the Red Sea with the enemies coming around them. The Lord opened up the Red Sea; they crossed over. Then they started singing the song of praise. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I think the, ideally we learn to praise, uh, uh, you know. And the more like the Psalms talk a lot about remembering. Uh, you know, I, 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 I had almost given up. I think it's Psalm seventy-seven, but then I remembered. And I and I recounted all the works you've done for me. That that gives you the better hope on this side, on the negative side, where you're still in the in the crisis, mm-hmm. to remember how many times you've done that. But to be honest with you, there's also something in the Psalms that says, when you're on that side, it's okay to sing that mm-hmm. song that says, "Where are you, God?" Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to 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 do that honestly, like to sing the song of praise, God, you're going to deliver me. I know that. Is a very mature thing and some certain people have attained to that i haven't i still need sometimes to sing that song and and sometimes i really beat myself up a little bit i say like okay god you've you you've done these 10 amazing miracles and i could spend the rest of my life doing nothing but living in joy and thanksgiving overwhelmed at the power and the presence and the peace that god's provided but I have this one problem right now. That's probably not even as significant as the nine or ten you've already delivered me from. But I have this one problem. But it's weighing on me, and it's hurting me, and it's even causing me sometimes to, to forget about those nine great things, and 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 I, I kind of want to kick myself and say, you know, kind of pull yourself up, Gary, or just just give thanks and stuff. But but I almost feel in the, again in, through the Psalms, God giving me not only permission but also almost like a request, uh, speak to that issue now. Uh, you know, because if you come around here again, you skirt that issue and just come into, I'm going to praise you, I'm going to give you thanks, I'm going to. That, again, that's not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you might miss something by not coming to God honestly and saying, God, this hurts. I feel a little bit like you're distant. I, I, I I've been asking you to uh, bring my prodigal child home. I've been asking you to restore my marriage. I've been asking you to heal my body. I've been asking you to. You know, I've been unemployed for a certain amount of time. I've, uh, I've, I'm battling depression, discouragement. Um, you've set me free a thousand times. But honestly, this is where I am now. And I think God wants that from us so that we're—that's what a friend does. You know, it's, 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 it's honest and it's blunt. It's clear. It's, it's open. It's, it's not, it's not uh, cynicism. And it's not accusation. But it's a reality. God, this, this is how I feel. Uh, and yet I will praise you. But this is, you know, when when Job said, you know, uh, though you slay me, yet I will praise you, uh, he didn't say, thank you, God, because you would never slay me. He really felt like he might get slain. Everybody else in his family got slain. Why not him? And so he was honest with God. And what and what a great phrase we have now in Scripture that, that we can count on sometimes when we feel that as well. And that's where I go to Psalms sometimes to have, have words, whether it be, uh, you know and it's everything it's everything it's repentance it's holiness it's joy it's fear it's uh, courage it's cowardice it's it's uh, hiding from God it's hiding from enemies it's being overwhelmed uh, it's being delivered it's it's being putting a new song uh, he, put, he put a new song in my heart that's that's an amazing psalm there at 10 where uh, it says there he he says uh, because sometimes he puts these introductions to the Psalms, and in Psalms 10 he puts this introduction, sing this song to the tune of a Death of a Son. Uh, okay, that's a pretty yeah. that's a pretty sad a dirge, yeah. you know, a funeral song. It's, uh, and maybe it was about the loss of his own son uh, from his wife, or maybe it was Absalom. Uh, it, it could have been Jonathan uh, when Saul lost a son. but, but I, We don't know what he was thinking, but he was thinking about loss of a son. But God had done something miraculous in his life, and he said, sing this to the tune of that song. But if you read Psalm 10, it's uh, just real briefly, It's uh, not 9 is the one where he, he says, I, I was in the wrong chapter. Um, so so he's saying this is su- sung to the song of uh, death of a son. But it's, I will give thanks to the Lord my whole heart. I will recount his wonderful deeds. When I was reading that, it didn't make any sense. Okay, this is to, to the tune. And then all of a sudden this, this, this uh, song came to mind. I don't know if you've ever heard that, you know, when Eric Clapton, uh, he he wrote a song about losing his yeah. son as a baby. Tears
0: from heaven or something Tear, like yeah. that. Tears yeah, tears in
1: heaven. Yeah. And I was thinking, okay, this kind of like that, if there's this song about losing your son and if something would happen in Eric Clapton's life where he came to peace on that and he came to realize what God was doing. And he re- wrote that song like, mm-hmm. you know, no more tears. Yeah, uh, that, That's kind of what David's doing here. He's mm-hmm. saying, okay, I, man, I cried for years over this, but now, now I see something different. And and I'm going to sing that same song, same melody, but a different tune mm-hmm. uh, or different lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's almost like you were talking about my dad's sermon. This is kind of my take on that mm-hmm. as uh same melody, different lyrics. Mm-hmm. the uh, Our lyrics change that God has seen me through the battle that I've been in. He's, Helped me process my grief. He's helped me go through the battle. He's he's helped me understand how I can survive when my spouse left me. How, how I can have a child die and still praise the Lord and have this uh, uh, the, the the giving thanks with my whole heart. Um, but but again, that goes back to what I was talking about earlier. If you if you do, if you try to tear your heart apart, it's it's or, you know. There's a thing called double-minded. Or there's a thing called double-hearted, you know, and, and you say, okay, I'm going to repress my anger and my grief and my despair and my sorrow and my mourning. I'm going to repress that so I can be this happy, peppy Christian. Uh, when you do that, you won't be a happy, peppy Christian. You can't get to hear my whole heart gives you thanks until you've faced. Uh, I, I know what it is to sing that song of Death of a Son. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know how to sing that song, uh, but I also know that in in the Lord's timing and in his company, and in His presence and in His healing process, I can take that song and sing it in a new way, and that, that gives great hope to a lot of us because we've all been hurt. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. you can have uh, hopeful lyrics to a morose melody, can't yeah. you? isn't that strange? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. you're still singing the <laughs> yeah. sort of like the Irish sort of bar <laughs> yeah. songs. You know, those are—I don't know if you ever heard those. Those are pretty morbid sometimes. They can know, be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So some of them can be, and then, uh, but then singing it, you know, uh, that 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 gives me hope. Uh, some of the some of the songs. That we are singing right now, that are more of the lament, mm-hmm. can be turned into the songs of joy. But it goes back again to the issue of which side of the of the Red Sea you're on. Um, you know, sing. You know, if you need to sing the sad song, sing the sad song, and God hears it, and yeah. and He comforts those who mourn. That's that's good news, yeah. I think. Yeah.
0: Well, we're looking forward to it. Uh, you, I think yeah. Spurgeon called it. Uh, the Psalms brought him boundless profit and ever-growing pleasure as he read them and, of course, wrote that opus on on Psalms. And so uh, looking forward to this book and to your teaching. And for our viewers and listeners, if you want to get that study guide, check the screen below. We'll put it up there and also in our show notes if you're listening to this podcast. And then, of course, we'll begin this in just a couple of weeks, and you can follow our website to see uh, all 12 of that first set. And I understand you're going to be putting out a book following yeah. the uh, sermon series as well. Right,
1: that that would be uh, my desire. Um, Lord willing, we'll will will have the the 12-week sermon series available. And I don't know. That's more your in your department. Whether is are they going to be put out once a week, or well, uh, are you can put them out 12 all 12 together. Put all 12 together. So, so when you, they go to our site,
0: they'll see you them can all. Have
1: all 12. Yeah. there'll be a study guide with that. Correct. So that that's kind of exciting because you can kind of move at your own pace yeah. through that, you know, almost like taking a course. Correct. And yep. then uh, at uh, Lord willing, as some of those 12-week series are completed, uh, put in the tank, so to speak, uh, then a- after the study guide, we'll go back and put them into more written form. Oh, uh, so, so at some point, there'll be a series of like 12 or 13 books with 12 chapters of each. Mm-hmm. So it's a, sort of a, a, a series on... Uh, s- s- sections uh, of the psalms. I think breaking them up into smaller parts kind of helps us absorb it more. Is, cause if, uh, I'd say the most difficult thing about psalms as you look at all of them is uh, it's difficult um, because it's, if you're not careful, it can seem repetitive you know, it's like so you're in Psalms uh, 8 and he's or 7, he's got some complaints and grief, and then you're in Psalms 92 and he's got some complaints and griefs, so and then he's in, <laughs> in Psalms 140 and he's kind of like life, huh? <laughs> uh, that's exactly <laughs> yeah, what I was going to yeah. say, yeah. So it, it kind of <laughs> And even a, even one chapter itself will go through. You'll see this. You'd think he's schizophrenic. He's like, uh, "Why have you forsaken me?" But I love you and trust you with my whole heart. But my enemies are surrounding me. But you're going to deliver me from my enemies. But my heart is still overwhelmed with grief. But you know, and just like, wow, which do you feel good or bad? Yeah. You know. But it it just it just takes takes you know. Uh, we were created to be emotional beings. We, we weren't created just to have a, a brain. We were created to have fully orbed emotions, and uh, and even created. You know, again, everything we have is created by God, uh, save sin. Uh, but but all our emotions uh, were were put into us by God, and some of them have been um, been sort of uh, skewed by by the fall. Uh, but but all of them, like so so jealousy. You know, we look at that and go like, oh, you know, don't be jealous. But God is jealous, mm-hmm. and so there's something in us that's good. We're, we're jealous for righteousness. We're jealous. Uh, you know, if if a man is not, in some ways, jealous of, over his wife, if she's spending too much time with another man, and they're actually kind of starting to mm-hmm. kind of connect in ways that is improper, that man, sh- that that husband should be jealous and go in and correct that mm-hmm. unrighteous situation. So, all our emotions can can be you know good or can be used by the enemy. Mm-hmm. And again, Psalms teaches us uh, how to how to process inside, internally those emotions, then how to bring them up, mm-hmm. and then how to relate to others. Uh, with these emotions how, how to deal with people, uh, whether they be our enemies, how do I deal with them or my friends, how do I count on them? how do I trust them, my community, how do I enter into the courts with praise with my with with the david called it the throng the the multitude of people that I spend my life with, my community, my tribe it's it's he he takes joy in those things so so we 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 can learn some uh, amazing things like this, and I really pray that it would be. Again, not sort of like you know. There's plenty of commentaries on the Book of Psalms, so so if that if you're just wanting to study it, you know we can you can email us and we can share some commentaries. But I, I think this one's going to be, uh, you know, the 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 Greek word, in the New Testament uh, for soul is psyche, you know. And so I'm I'm not a psychologist, and I kind of and I really I'm not a fan at all of pop psychology in the pulpit, you know. This sort of pseudo uh, Christianity—it's almost like Oprah Winfrey disguised with a few scripture verses in it. Uh, I'm not a fan of that, but the, but I am a fan of the soul issues, the soul care, uh, and that's part of the reasons again uh, of really taking some time in that, and so going beyond just the commentaries that say this scripture means that or uh, the the Hebrew word is this, but going into okay, I want to I want to use this to examine some of the things that I'm dealing with in my life so that I could come out of the other side with all these things that the Psalms promises us, the joy, the peace, the life, the vibrancy, the courage, the strength, the zeal, and uh, and ultimately the great love for God and love for others.
0: Well, Gary, thanks for doing this study, yeah. and we're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. And information on how you can get the show notes and uh, watch for it on our website will be here on the screen as well and in our show notes. So thank you. That.
1: Appreciate Fine. it so much. Good have with you again.
0: The Gary Wilkerson Podcast is brought to you by World Challenge, transforming lives through the message and mission of Jesus Christ. Each week, this podcast reaches thousands of listeners. This critical work is made possible by the generous contributions of individuals like you who believe in World Challenge's mission. Thank you for listening and supporting.